dum 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 ba dum 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 ba dum 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 yup sports are dumb dum 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 welcome to sports are dumb the podcast who will charge you 75 cents for something and if you give us a dollar we'll give you a quarterback i'm joey oh man Oh, Sean, what a setup there. That was a new one for me. One of the most egregious, I'd say, we've had in the show's history. But (laughs) topical as it's the moment of the quarterback. The moment of the quarterback and only the quarterback, apparently. The quarterback is the only position that matters on the field. Everybody's watched that Heisman ceremony? No, no. Did you watch the Heisman ceremony? I I didn't. I honestly, I saw the results and I was like, oh, yeah, Heisman. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I don't think it, it's not what it used to be. And I think the same thing kind of going to go for the NFL MVP. And we're talking quarterbacks here because for some reason, we transformed into this world where only, only the quarterbacks win the MVP slash hyphen slash outstanding, most outstanding player awards. Why does this happen? Like, I understand it's the most important position on on the field, but like you don't see in baseball, like the pitcher doesn't always win MVP. The goalie in hockey doesn't always win MVP. Why is it the quarterback always winning these awards? The last hyphen uh, to not win MVP was uh, Devontae Smith. And that's because they just didn't want to get the hyphen to Mac Jones. And, <laughs> and I understand that, but I kind of feel like he could have, you had Marvin Harrison out there. Like I feel like he was the best player. Yeah. Uh, on in college football, no, 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 uh, no shame to Jaden Daniels. They lost three games, but uh, he in those uh, cupcake games he played in, he really showed out and padded the stats. So I guess he's the Heisman Trophy winner. Like, why, why is it always a quarter? And now in the NFL, I think it's pretty obvious obvious who the best players in the NFL are this season. It's Tyreek Hill. It's Christian McCaffrey. But no, we're gonna decide between I guess Brock Purdy and Dak. And who's the NFL MVP when it's just like, you don't have to give it to a quarterback all the time. Like, Tyreek Hill changed it. He's going to get 2,000 yards. Nobody's ever done that. Why are you not giving him the MVP? Christian McCaffrey is pretty much unstoppable. But he's, then he scored in like, I don't know, 17 straight games. But like, you don't have to give it to the quarterback. Like, why? why I don't know where, how we got here. I, I remember running backs used to get MVPs a lot, but since they, devalue that position now that like, I don't think you ever see a running back MVP ever again if McCaffrey can't get it. Do you think part of this is because quarterback salaries are so high now that it would feel uh, almost disingenuous to give someone, I don't know what Tyreek Hill's salary is. I know he's making probably more than $10 million a year or something maybe something along those oh. lines. But like, you know, you look at a Patrick Mahomes who's making $50 million. Dalton? Yeah, it's something like that. Between forty-five, and yeah, like many quarterbacks are are at least thirty-five million, several in the forty million range, well above most other players. Like it's a big deal when an offensive lineman makes like five million dollars a year. Yeah, and I, I mean, mean you can even argue an offensive lineman's the most valuable player because you see when yeah. teams struggle when the offensive line is fully injured. the San Francisco 49ers when Trent Million, well, Trent Millions, Trent Williams. <laughs> Trent Williams missed those three games. They lost three games on a rope. <laughs> it was just like, what? Yeah. He's the most, he's the best player on that team. 
And like you never see an MVP vote for him. Like I don't I don't know why we have to always pick a quarterback when you, we've had Derrick Henry. He rushed for two thousand yards a couple seasons ago. He didn't. He couldn't snip the MVP. Um, you got so many defensive players. Miles Garrett is the reason why the Browns are in playoff position. They had the nasty man, uh, Derek. Uh, his real name is Derek, but Deshaun Watson. Uh, they play with DTR. And now they have Joe Flacco, who's actually playing pretty well. It's kind of weird to see. He can still throw the ball really well, Joe Flacco. But, um, like, Miles Garrett is definitely the heart and soul of that team. The only reason why that team is in any position to make the playoffs. And he'll, he won't get even get a sniff, a sniff of the MVP when he's probably the best defensive player in the league right now. Sean, I have a question for you. As we're recording this, it's Monday night football. And there's two Monday night games. I haven't looked into it. Why is this happening? I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I guess to give you options, like, man, this game's going to suck. Maybe you can change over to this game that's going to suck less. I don't know why the game... I think, I guess, uh, ESPN has a certain number of games that they're promised, and they probably... There's not a a Monday night game the last night of the season. So maybe... The last week of the season. So maybe they're just like, hey, we'll put two in here. I don't know. But they... uh, I take that back, because they get to Saturday games starting this week, too. So I don't... I don't know. It's probably something to deal with rights and uh, the contract they signed with the NFL. Why are there two NFL? Because they normally do two um, at the beginning of the season, two Monday night games, but they're staggered. But these games, they start at the exact same time. So you guess you got to pick which one like you do on Sundays. Yeah, very, very perplexing all around. Yeah. And also neither one is a great matchup. Maybe they'll turn out to be good games, but yeah. Very, very <laughs> yeah, not optimistic. <laughs> And Sean, speaking of quarterbacks, this weekend had another classic between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. Seems like every time these two teams match up, we have just a, a game for the ages. And this a barn burner. No exception. A barn burner, a nail biter, full of moments. And boy, yeah. did we have some moments. Man. Okay. I don't remember. Is it to, to our loyal listeners, you'll, you'll remember that episode off the topic. A few episodes ago, earlier in the season, I think I was complaining that, uh, didn't they, uh, the Broncos do a Hail Mary, but then on a two point conversion, they didn't get a call or something like that. Uh, it was something of that matter. Yeah. But there, was, I, there was egregious <laughs> holding slash pass interference on the two point conversion after they had converted a Hail Mary. Yeah. And we're going and for so the tie. <laughs> the Broncos lose, but then something else happened. Where the refs threw the flag, and I was like, "Come on, man, let cool things happen." That played into this game right here. Kadarius Tony, who has uh, is part of this uh, Kansas City Chiefs receiving core, who has not been great uh, <laughs> this season. I feel like last week against the Raiders, Rashi Rice, I think that's how you say his name. Uh, he had a really good game, but you know, this whole season, whether it's Tony, where it's MVS, Mar- Marquez Valdez, Scantling. They had not uh, played well. And so uh, Kadarius Tony, on with one minute left in the game, lined up uh, offsides as a receiver. Um, I don't know why he was offsides. His toes, uh, it wasn't by much. And you know it wasn't by much uh, just because of the way Mahomes reacted. And so they ended up scoring on the play and gets waved off. Uh, and so five-yard penalty, they don't end up getting the first down. They lose the game. Mahomes loses his mind at the line judge. Uh, in a press conference, he's like, that, you know, it's 
He said, that's the wildest call he's ever seen. It's bullshit. Uh, the ref's supposed to, you know, give him a warning. And refs came out on Twitter and said, we don't have to give him a warning. It's a courtesy, but we don't have to. And refs are going to throw the ball, throw the flag if the receiver is lined up to where they can't see the ball. And so the ref, yeah, it was I the liked, right call. I liked <laughs> the, I liked the, uh, the ref, Carl Cheffers. He, he said, ultimately, they are responsible for wherever they line up. And he, <laughs> he said some other things like, like you were saying, like no warnings required. And he said, we would give them a warning if it was anywhere close, but this particular one is beyond a warning. Like he was just <laughs> like, nah, fam. <laughs> no, no, which is fine, which is fine. I guess, you know, you made the right, we want the rest to make the right, right call. We want them to be consistent, but there was no consistency here because uh, Dan Orlovsky of NFL Live on ESPN, he pointed out, um, you can find it on ESPN or YouTube, like he pointed out, he, he rewatched the game and Kadarius Tony. Three times prior to that, lined up off sides and no flag was thrown. And so it's like if they had thrown a flag the one of the first three times they did it, maybe uh, Tony would have realized like, hey, I'm running off up off sides. I'll back up now for the rest of the game. But no, they didn't. And then when at their most crucial part, moment of the game where a pass is complete to, uh, to uh, Travis Kelsey, who laterals to Tony, who scores a touchdown, potential game winner, uh, they threw the flag for the offsides, it's just like, you know how NBA, they, they, people want refs to, uh, to swallow their whistle at the end? Well, they did <laughs> the, the, the opposite. They swallowed their whistle at the beginning of the game, and then at the end, they took, it was pretty, it was ticky-tack, man. Yes, he was offside. Pat, no, Patrick, uh, you're wrong uh, in the press conference, but it was still, it's ticky-tack stuff you don't like to see affect the game. And like, man, just let cool things happen, dog. Let cool things happen. I admittedly was watching this game on a tape delay. I had some some things I was doing where I was like, all right, I'm going to need to pause this for a little bit and watch it. And then I had gone on Twitter for an unrelated reason and saw Kadarius Tony was trending, but I didn't yeah. click into why or anything. So then when yeah. I went back to watch the game, I'm like, well, I know at the end of this game, he's either doing something great or something terrible. And it was both. <laughs> really, was both. that's the best worlds there. Oh, man. that's I, I kind of feel bad for him. Like, He's had a rough go at it this season. Hopefully the Chiefs can bounce back. It'd be weird because now the Chiefs are like, if they like lose one more game, they're in the and the Broncos win. The Broncos aren't in the playoffs right now. And so if the Broncos win and the Chiefs lose, they're tied. And I think the Broncos beat the Chiefs. And so like the Chiefs will be out of the playoffs. It's weird. Like everything's a close. All the teams are mediocre except for the 49ers and the Cowboys and maybe the Ravens. The Ravens needed a punt return touchdown to win their game. Um, it was a NFL. People say they like parody. I'm not a fan. There are too many uh, six and seven and seven and sixteen. Nobody is like separating. I like your parody. bears. Your I bears like, beat yeah. the lions. I like that my bears <laughs> at five and eight still mathematically alive. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, come on now. Like the NFC South, get that division out of here. Get rid of divisions. I, I think I already read on that. That's terrible. But it's just like, yeah. The Broncos winning the AFC West after starting one in five and losing a game 70 to 20 oh. would be <laughs> one of the greatest things I've ever seen in sports. Yeah. Yeah. I think something else, switching gears, something else, another thing that happened this weekend, because I don't know if we have a chance to talk about it in the future. Uh, we watched um, on mute and on an alternate broadcast, we watched the uh, in season tournament final in basketball where the uh, Lakers defeated the Pacers 
for the first NBA Cup. And I thought mm-hmm. it was fun. I, shout out to all the haters that thought this was dumb. I think it was a, I wouldn't have watched early December basketball while NFL season is still going on uh, if it wasn't for this tournament. So I think it did a good job, brought some eyes. A lot of people don't like the courts. Uh, hopefully. Oh, I love the something. courts. <laughs> <laughs> you, you told me it reminded me of one of your creative teams and NBA 2K's courts. So like, yeah, it's yeah. like anytime I'm playing franchise mode on 2K, I'm like, let me add all of the things, <laughs> like all the accoutrements. <laughs> and that's what and this that's felt what the, like. <laughs> that's what the NBA did. And so I'm looking to that every looking forward to that every year. The Lakers aren't going to hang up a banner. It's going to be little, but uh, <laughs> not as big as all their NBA championships. But I, I, I'm here for it. I'm glad it happened. And I'm, I was, I was tired of hearing all the old people complaining about it. Like, oh, we don't need this. This is dumb. Yeah, I feel like from a, I, I was reading something that was like diving into the financials of it, and they're like, oh, it was a flop because of that. But then it's like, this is the first year you were doing this. I don't think the NBA was expecting to make money on it. You can't like pitch it to advertisers as like you're going to get X amount of viewers or, you know, like airtime or whatever, because they've never done this before. But yeah, I think based on how it worked, I know Adam Silver said he's not planning to change much of it. Of course, there was the discourse around the point differential, which I also think was a stupid conversation. Like, Players were mad that they had to play for 48 minutes. Yeah. Oh, no. Point. Well, oh, no. You know what I hate watching when there's like a minute and a half left and a team <laughs> just takes a shot clock violation? That wasn't a thing. Right. When we were growing up, that was like they dribble it out, but then they'd still shoot a three. You'd, you'd sometimes get like Dennis Rodman taking a three with two seconds on the shot clock. And that was great. Even if he airballed it. Like, I'd much rather see that than just Jalen Brown dribble off his knee no that's a bad example (laughs) he'd try to go left to dribble off his knee no 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 it would yeah but it's just a guard just holding the ball until a shot clock violation or they hand it to the ref but there's still five seconds left so the ref just gets out of the way and it it rolls out of bounds like right at the same time and then it's like but they still don't stop the clock yeah (laughs) it just runs out and then they start shaking hands you love it you love it and sean you set this up nicely because my sports cliche can be applied to any sport, but I was going to use it with the NBA. You mentioned the Lakers won. And you know what? The NBA is better when the Lakers are good. Oh, I hate that. Oh, man. <laughs> and I hate it when they do that in like in, college, in all the sports. They do that in all the sports. The baseball is better when the Yankees are good. No, they're not. Baseball is more enjoyable because you don't have to film the Yankees all the time. The basketball isn't always better just because of one team. Football, college football is better now that Michigan's good. Actually, it's not because they cheating asses. Like, get out of here. We just like uh, it doesn't. With the, the sport is just still good. It doesn't matter. One team, it doesn't make the whole sport better. That's true. You could argue the NBA has been terrible for twenty years because the Knicks haven't been good. <laughs> yeah, you know they're gonna say that shit when they get well. Then they they said it all the time when they made the playoff when everybody thought Julius Randle was all NBA, like which. I think he made like third team all NBA, which is crazy. Anyways, uh, I mean they did, they did win a playoff series last year, so we won't. Well, we won't berate them too oh, that's, much. That, but the, the that's the first year the league was good, though. Yeah, yeah, but apparently, like, oh, 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 that's a you found a good cliche to rile me up. Excellent. I've never seen you so mad. You're like Patrick Mahomes <laughs> at the end of the game. <laughs> man, man, yeah. I mean, if I was him, I'd be mad too. Just because they found some 
some exciting ways to lose. The, the week prior, it's uh, it's uh, a pass interference call that went uncalled. And after the game, he said, you know, at least they were letting us play. And so he was happy they didn't throw the flag, I guess, against the other team. But they, at the end of this one, they throw the flag for a toe offside. Oh, man. I'd be mad if I was him, too. Yeah, they really have found some nice uh, fun ways to lose. It's great. Yeah. Which so have the Bills. So yeah. one of these teams was bound to lose in wild fashion. And for a second, it looked like it might be Buffalo. But instead, they went the way of the Buffalo. But the opposite. Because they, oh. they survived and thrived. That's a very sad note to end on. But yeah, that's what we do. That's what you did. I sadly end this episode. <laughs> <laughs> sad endings to the episode poignant i would say but not dumb but sports are dumb <laughs>